Welcome to Mechtrospective, the mecha podcast where we cover everything from Astro Boy to Mazinger Z. Uh, How do you like it? I got an opening uh, now. I, like I did it. I, uh, it took me like three months. <laughs> That is how long it has been since we recorded an episode. More or less. More or less. Like that was the... before AX. We were going to record before AX, but I my work schedule is ass. Yeah. So I mean, we're 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 still on a we're I'm still gonna... on like a on like a bi on like an every two week schedule. I wanted to say bi weekly, but in the back of my mind, I was like, shit, is that like twice a week? No, I mean, um, twice a month. Uh, bi weekly is twice a month on every two. Okay, months. so bi weekly is two every two yeah. weeks. I get so... I just get paid bi weekly. Bi monthly is what de- is what wa- is what Walking Dead is published on. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, welcome. I mean, it's been a while for us, but for you, I've been I've been finally cranking them out. It's been great for me to edit them because it had been so long that I completely forgot everything we talked about. So I got to watch the episodes uh, with Again. you guys, yeah, uh, or listen to them, as it were. So uh, we were watching the follow up the the follow up to Gunbuster, which is called Die Buster in the U.S. and Aim for the Top Two, Top Tapu Onari Two, Tapu Onari Two. So yeah, or Gunbuster too, but uh, this is—I I wouldn't call it Gunbuster too. So this series is um, quite quite different from Di- from uh, Gunbuster, uh, whereas Gunbuster was much more space operatic and very you know referential to old super robot anime, and also you know kind of Gundam and other space opera kind of stuff. Some space battleship Yamato vibes in there. Yeah, and very good. Gunbuster is is really really good, and uh, Die Buster I I like less. But that does not mean Die Buster is bad. It's just because I keep Gunbuster is so good. Gunbuster's like uh, what's like seminal. Yeah, Gunbuster's important. We're like Die Buster is all, but Die Buster is visually amazing. It is. It's. It's already eleven years old, and I'm like, <laughs> huh? It still looks really good. It's really early digital. It's not. Di- it's a good early digital animation. Uh, directed not by Hideki Anno, but by his protege, who is Kazuya Suramaki, who went on to direct uh, Fooly Cooly. Well, who did that before this? That was his claim yeah. to fame, is Fooly Cooly. Fooly Cooly, who, who, which I still like. So, funny thing about Fooly Cooly, because, like, Adult Swim obviously aired it. Yeah. Um, and we. And Adult Swim has narrationless commercial bumpers. So, I keep, I kept seeing commercials for it, and because it's like. When they actually say the title in the show, it's just very quick, and sometimes they even joke about Fudikuri. what it means. Fudikuri! And they just sort of, like, have jokes, like, what's footy-cooty? What is that? I don't know. And so, like, my entire life, up until, like, last year, when I, when me, Nikki, and Nita did it on the Toon Goons, and I got FLCL? lambasted, I thought it was pronounced FLCL, because well, that's the title! <laughs> well, no, because I'd never seen it until a couple years ago, so my friend was like, you ever seen Fully Cooly? I was like, the fuck is Fully Cooly? He's like, FLCL. I was like, oh. And I was like... So we, I watched Fully Cooly for the first time. I was like, "Oh shit, this is fucking awesome!" Yeah, and then, fu- and then I, I was like, "Oh shit, this is Gynax." No matter, no wonder this is good. It's really good. I it's love, very Gynax. I love FLCO. And uh, it's damn it, I just did it. <laughs> I can't. I have to like. I have to. I have to make the conscious decision in my brain to go. Don't say FLCL. Say Fully Cooly. Uh, this is a little more visually in line with Fully Cooly. Uh, and it definitely, I can see this is a little bit of a proto Gurren Lagann. So I'm. I'm. I think I'm gonna dig it. I, I did, trust me, like, I just, personally, I just think, like, the, the Die Buster as an experience is very good. I just think as a, sh- as a cohesive narrative, I think Gunbuster's better. Right. But, uh, Die Buster is a pretty much a, the same amount of an enjoyable experience. Is it, is it kind of like Dragon Ball versus Dragon Ball Z, where Dragon Ball's objectively better, but Dragon Ball Z is, like, I guess, fun, some, funner? Uh, I would, I'd say they're about equal. Like, this one's a lot more cracked out, because mm-hmm. it's fully, the fully cooly guy, it's yeah. Shiromaki. And, uh, I don't know if he's still at... Gynax or he went to Trigger? I don't know. You can click on his name. Okay, let's tr- click on his name. Uh, he also did... Oh, he did... Oh, he did worked on... Re- he's working as the director of the Rebuild movies. Cool. 
And he also did, uh, he did Fully Cooley. He also did the first part of, uh, of End of Ava. Nice. Cool. Good for him. Good for you, Kazuya Siramaki. He attended Otakon in 2001. Fuck! <laughs> I was, I was young. <laughs> Were you there, though? No. Oh, okay. I was young. <laughs> All right. I keep forgetting that, like, okay, like, we're, I'm not that much older, but when you get into, like, early 2000s, the age difference is significant. Yeah, like, you, age difference stops being a thing when you hit, like, 16. Like, yeah. Well, like, I guess not... I see, like, seven, six, anywhere, it depends on the person, but from, like, 16 to 19, you start kind of becoming who you are later in life. Yeah, I would say 18, it definitely becomes, like, oh, okay, I'm 18, you're 22, we're the same person. Pretty much, like, that, that, I, high school was where that age diff- that age barrier really kind of went away, because yeah. I remember it was just, like, all of my friends were seniors and juniors, and I was a freshman. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, well, if you were in that level, then you probably experienced that way earlier. I, I never had, the thing is, I grew up around adults my entire life, so, like, Right, I me too. Yeah, I never had any, like, brothers or sisters or young cousins, so, like, yeah. I... So I always just talk to people, and, like, I always was friends with people older than me, as long as I can remember. But anyway, uh, we should start with Die Buster, because this is a fucking good show, or we might end up, we might watch the first three episodes, get something to eat, then watch the last three. That sounds like a plan. Let's okay. hope it doesn't take two weeks to do the second part again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> referencing, uh, episode one, which I'm sure some people probably didn't watch, because it's, like, four hours long. Although, I mean, we'll get to this at the end of the show, but we did find, we did get our first email, and they actually thanked us for, like, having a special super long episode to talk about Gundam. Like, they enjoyed how long it was. Good, good. Well, like, I would say, uh, for those of you who wish to, uh, continue with Die Buster, uh, who wish to hear, which, who wish to actually hear us talk about Die Buster, uh, just kind of skip ahead a couple minutes. But I just want to say that, um, I'm happy about the format we have. Right. I'm pretty good with that. We're not, just due to the fact that me and Tooch are both busy adults with real lives, um, we can't meet that frequently in person. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to do some episodes over Skype. And also, we so far we've only been doing movies and OVAs and very short things, just because we can do those in person and watch them together. Mm. But when we get to the point where we're going to be doing full length anime series, we're probably going to have we're going to have to stretch this across multiple episodes, probably. Because I was thinking how we would do Zeta, and I think we could break that easily into three episodes, like do like about twenty episodes, mm-hmm. twenty episodes, fifty, like twenty, like. 15, 15, and 15. And it's like, if we were, if, if, like, if we super wanted to, now we're just talking shop, if we super wanted to, like, switch things up, we could maybe even, like, stretch those out. It's like, okay, we're gonna do the first part of Zeta, but we also want to talk about this, so maybe part two comes a little bit later. Yeah, so it's like, we could do that. And, like, we, so, we, we, this is, this, since we're essentially a formless podcast. Yeah, well, and it's mostly, it's mostly my fault due to me wanting to have a lot more lax. I mean, not that I'm complaining, but, like, uh, the Toon Goons is very strict. We record on Monday, or as close to it as we can. We put long stuff at the tail we put longer series so this the tail is the vacation the is what you're can- saying th- yeah this is my this is where I can just sit and chill and about talk about stuff fucking robots yeah and we don't, I don't have to worry about like well what's the latest news and what all of our oh, I mean we yeah. will talk about shoutouts once we get them oh yeah and so fans. we do have a piece of news actually Oh, all right, all right. There's a new yeah. Gundam series! There is a new Gundam series, and because, I'm, because I, pl- I plan on editing this, like, either tonight or tomorrow, so... All right. But, 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 but don't, don't listen to this show for on-point, latest, latest breaking news half the time, because, like, we can't always do that. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. But, but we, this week we can, so we will. All right, so, the thing about... Okay, so the new Gundam series, uh... I can't tell if Jitaketsu is the Japanese name or the Jitaketsu is the name of the new mobile suit. Mm-hmm. I like the design, I like the character designs, they're... They remind me... I don't know what they remind me of. Well, because I mean, well, cause I thought the name of the Gundam series was, like, Iron Blood... Uh, Blooded Orphans. I was Iron Blood yeah. Orphans, okay. Because, yeah. like, I'm not sure if that's, like, if, if like, Taketsu... I, I don't know Japanese yet. I'm taking Japanese classes in the fall. Don't you know what we But, uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 taking, I'm taking audio lessons, too. All right. So, 
Uh, so I'm not sure what Jitsuketsu translates to. I, um, I was I was surfing around the site, but nobody who nobody was willing to translate it for me because that's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And I always hate asking my my friends who can speak Japanese. Hey, can you translate this fucking stupid shit? For me? Oh, what is this? What does it say? So uh, essentially, all the website really had was just a little bit of background info. It's it's it looks at this point it's it's a non UC Gundam series. Yeah, which I'm not. It looks a little more in vain with Double O, and it says that it's going to be um, it's going to be dealing less with the giant uh giant conflict and more with just the how the conflict will shape a group of people yeah it looks super like it, it looks, looks super, a lot smaller scale yeah it looks smaller scale it looks different like if it looks if very the, armored core yeah if the main mech wasn't like so clearly like, like red, red 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 white, white and blue and yellow red, red white blue, blue and yellow, yellow. Yeah. i would be like they could totally it could totally be a non-gundam show it could but that's that's what i like about a, a non-uc anime is that like but the real question is who's the char yeah well um, that's, that's my thing about making a good non, a good non-UC Gundam series. Do, like, you... do whatever you want, but there has to be a char. Well, no. That's my, well, that's, that's my stipulation for a non-UC. Well, a non-UC anime needs to at least have some of the core same themes of Gundam. It has mm. to, it has to still kind of feel like Gundam in a way, while still being, being different enough from the UC. Like, yeah. being too different from Gundam makes, gets you Gundam Wing. Right. And G, but in a better way. G was essentially we had the license and we need to slap the word Gundam on something. Right. And uh, but Wing was Wing is more of a misstep in my opinion, but that's later on Wing. Wing is like mobile suit Gundam Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> Sailor Beachy. It's, it's Gino Gundam in name only. It's Gino. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Thank you, Linkara. Um, I call him well, I because I, I call I call that one Zilla because he took the God out of it. I like uh, that one better because Zilla's a catchier name than Gino. Uh, but anyway. I'm I'm super hyped about this, mostly because like buff ripped, uh, buff ripped the cute Akio boys. From yeah, uh, and guts from Berserk. Yeah, basically. And like... Graham from Double O. <laughs> it looks very good, and it looks very armored core. Yeah, it looks like all the desert environments. Maybe it'll take place in the Middle East, kind of like how like it's more like about real world events, like war torn Middle Eastern nations. Like that's how Double O was, but like maybe. Maybe it's going for just post-apocalyptic, kind of like how how every Armored Core game is. Yeah. Uh, X was full post-apocalyptic, so was Turn A. But, um, yeah, but, like, you know, I think Double O is, is Double O and X are the two best AU, AU mm-hmm. Gundam shows. Uh, X kind of captures the feeling and essence of the Universal Century the best, I think, and it, it still deals with the, with the uh, idea of new types. Right. But anyway, I am very optimistic about this series. It looks um, really cool. I I I get the exact opposite opinion I got of Age when I first saw the trailer for Age. Where I was just like, this doesn't interest me. Hmm. But now this, I'm just kind of like this, like the music and everything. And it's like this looked very good. Oh, dude, I'm a sucker for flamenco guitars. I've never, I've actually never sat down myself and played Ocarina of Time. But my favorite song in that one is, is Gerudo, uh, Gerudo Valley. Oh, it fills me with life. Yeah. Like honestly, like my only complaint watching the trailer of this new Gundam show was like, dude, this music's not going hard enough. Like, come on. But uh, I'm I'm very excited. And I hope the GT. I think the GT Ketsus is the name is the name of the uh, mobile suit. I see a lot of people kind of not shitting on it, but kind of like apprehensive. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Fucking, this it's, might be another. Honestly, no, no, no. it's it's really different, and it's even more different than the G Self or whatever. And I I like it, and, and I, I like it. I like how it had like all like the fucking old serial port things connected yeah, to it. Yeah, it, it looks, looks it looks like a machine. Yeah, and I'm like that's fucking cool. I like how industrial this looks. And like, yeah, I've, I'm excited. I'm excited. And also, if you've read the uh, the mixed martial arts manga Tepu, the main character looks like the hybrid of the two, ma- uh, like a like a Shota male hybrid of the two main characters. <laughs> he has Yuzuko's giant eyebrows and short stature, and then Natsuo's like permanently salty expression. Yeah, that's a that's a 
It's like a that's yeah, it's a mixed martial arts yeah, manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's super good. I need to finish reading it. It's uh it ended in Japan. Yeah. And uh the last two chapters have yet to be translated. But anyway, Die Buster. <laughs> Die Buster. Die Buster. That was a lot, a lot more action-packed than the first three episodes of Gunbuster. Yeah, Gunbuster sl- uh, has a slow start. I was getting a bunch of FLCL vibes when... Fully Cooly. Mm. <laughs> I was getting a bunch of Fully Cooly vibes when every- anytime somebody like took their band-aid off and a big thing came out, and I'm yeah. like, that's just now to... Yeah. Like, was this made before or after FLCL? Fully Cooly. After. 2004. This is also, I neglected to mention, this was for the 20th anniversary of the uh, founding of Gainax. Right. Even though they didn't make a thing until 1988. Right. Um, well, make a thing of their own. They were like an animation company. Yeah. So, I mean, we're introduced to... No-No and Lulk. No-No and Lulk, who I guess are our two pilots. Yeah, our two main characters. Eventually, the Die yeah. Buster. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... And No-No, uh, sort of, honestly, like, this show is honestly, pacing-wise, it's almost the exact opposite of Gunbuster, and that's really, really super fast, and, like, I have to really pay attention or I miss shit. Yeah. Like, I almost missed that she was a robot. No, yeah. no, it's a robot. Yeah. Even though she is... She's human. She does. She does everything humans do. She sweats, she hurts, she apparently has blood? They took a blood sample, they didn't show she them taking nipples. it. She's got nips, so I assume she's got a vagine. Um... Uh, the only thing, the only thing, the only thing that tipped me off... It's like, okay, well, she's not human. is because she has those weird anime pupils. But it's like, you know what? Plenty of anime characters just have weird pupils because that's how anime works. There's well, a friggin... she breathes in space. Well, doesn't have to breathe. All right. I see. I missed that. Floats around in space. Super strength. <laughs> yeah. And, but, like, but then it's, like, also it shows, like, a brief, like, training montage of her doing, like, sit-ups. And I'm like, but you're all rabid. But okay, fine. But what if she, what if it's just the psychology of doing that? Like, she doesn't even believe, she doesn't even know she doesn't have to do that. That'd be super dumb. And, like, it doesn't even really, it's not even fully explained if she knows that much about herself. Maybe. I also just don't think she cares. That's true. I do like her as a character. She's a very, she's really refreshing. Very different from Noriko. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but she's still all about hard work and guts. Yeah. But no one else is. Yeah, no one else is. Everyone, she's kind of like, I like her because she's like, she's so positive and like, guts and like, gr- and full of gusto that like, er- she's like exhausting to be around. Yeah, she's just like doing shit in the background. She's like, she's like Mako. Yeah. Mako, she, Mako, Choku. Yeah, she's kind of proto-Mako. A bit. I want, she's like a kill a kill a you where Mako gets the fucking Kamui. <laughs> she just turns into fucking, she's just fucking no-no. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Log's pretty cool. Brown yeah. girls in anime. Yeah, I, I I like her. Um, she's super. She's that super like she, she's basically you know a a foil to Nono. She's the yeah. polar opposite. She's a lot more tomboyish. She's shorter. She's cool, more cool and collected. She just wants to. She just wants to do her fucking job. Yeah, Mel Kamal. Kamal. In in her in her awesome mech, the dick sniff. The dick sniff. <laughs> Di- like how do you like dicks? Dick Sneef, I always say. Dick Sneef. I always say Dick Sneef. Dick Sneef? Yeah, Dick Sneef. Dick Sneef. I can't say it. I can't separate it. Oh, God. Um, But anyway, that's really cool. That's another thing. 
I super duper love the mech design in this show. It's my favorite. It's super fucking out there. And everything's really different and varied. Like they look like they almost they almost look like they don't belong. The only thing kind of liking them all is they have super realistic anime eyes. So, um, this was I was. Let me give you like because I went in this blind as I do as yes, I like to do. Yes, I'm so not blind. You're this probably you're, probably you're probably interested in my expectations. Yes, yes. Um, I was expecting it to be. I mean, I'm sure the ending. Well, I'm sure there's payoff, but I was expecting from the jump a bit more direct links to Gunbuster, and except for the fact that there's Buster machines and space monsters. And Jupiter isn't there. And Jupiter isn't there. I don't... I'm unsure if these people even remember the Gunbuster. You'll... It, there is payoff. Yeah, I, and I... Because you, you, while we were watching it, you mentioned that, like, people had watched Die Buster without watching Gunbuster, and you mentioned, like, how. So like, I... How, how would... Th- nothing would make any sense to you. Right. So the ending's gonna be an ending. Yeah. You, the, like, I hate to say that, like, the ending is my favorite part of the show, but it is. That's fair. And, like, I don't want to spoil it for you because, like... It's it's really it's just a great ending. I mean, when you've got something that is essentially like a mini series, which is like a long form movie in some ways, the ending is really important exactly. as opposed to a longer series where you're there for a journey. It's I think this was a very smart way to do a long term sequel. Yeah, and uh, it's it's very good. Um, the ending is phenomenal, and we're gonna watch the last three episodes after a meal because we're both I haven't eaten yet today. Yeah, I'm hung. I'm hung. So like uh so basically so what are your first impressions of the show? Like what are what are what are some what are some shit what's some shit? It's super fun and I can't wait. I assume the second half's gonna super duper pick up, so I'm really excited for that. Uh because we already got some really good like fight scenes and stuff, especially in that last episode. You said that was your least favorite episode, but that was honestly my favorite just because that that fight scene was really good. Yeah, with the with the one I can't remember with, the name of. The uh, ice one. Yeah, and then like just de de sneef whipping all out his weapons. all the different attacks. It's 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 a really good ser- series. It's it feels a little more Gynax, but it, like once again, like Ava doesn't really feel that Gynax until no. until like, like Gynax kind of really I, like when someone when you someone says like oh that's very Gynax, they're usually talking about things post Fully Coolie. Mm-hmm. And or uh, like the ending of stuff. Yeah, Gynax endings. Yeah. So Die Buster's Die Buster's super good, and uh, we're gonna finish it uh, after we eat, and then I can uh, bust out some conspiracy. Yeah. Uh yes. Die Buster. So I cried again for the third time on retrospective. Uh, I did for the first time. I mean, I t- I teared up a bit. I don't th- I don't know. It d- depends on what your definition of crying is. I teared up. To, like at the end of uh at the end the first time I watched the ending of, of Die Buster, I think I was hysterical. Like I needed I needed to take a nap. I was so emotionally drained. If if it actually okay, so I mean obviously we were recording this under the assumption we always record under the assumption you've seen it. So sorry if you haven't. What are you doing listening to this? Yeah, it's, um, uh, if you have not finished Die Buster, I will give you. About, I mean, you can pause for however long you want. Yeah, we, One we, time, I literally, I literally stopped a review that I was just gonna watch. It was like, this is the end, right? Yes. Yeah. For like a week, <laughs> and I just kept the tab open until I found the, some time to watch it, and then I was like, okay, play. By the way, that is a phenomenal movie. This is the end. Not this is the end. It's uh at world's end. At world's end. This is the end. Is also is an okay movie. Yeah. It's an okay Seth Rogen comedy. I always get them confused, even though they're so different. Yeah, they're very different movies. Um, I would have cried more at the ending of this if they actually, like, just reanimated the shot from the ending of Gunbuster, like, shot yeah. for shot. And, like, if if I if I saw Noriko for even a second, I'd have broken down. Yeah, same. Like, it just, I, that, I, that ending was too good. Like, that yeah. is, like, 
even if you had any complaints with that show, like at the end of it, you're just like, wow, that was like that was just such a well put together ending. Right. Like as I say, like I, like I hate to say that the best part of Gunbuster of uh, Diebuster is the ending, but it kind of is. Yeah. I'm not saying this is a bad show, mind you. Well, I mean, like it's it's sort of like Gunbuster in that it takes that titular Diebuster forever really? to actually show up. Yeah, and die Bu- the Diebuster didn't really do much. Particularly, the Diebuster was in every episode. But yeah, but unlike but unlike Gunbuster, we had uh, Dick Sneef to hold us over. Yeah, we, we did have Dick Sneef, and also we had a lot of Yuri in the series. <laughs> Not Yuri, but you know what I mean. Like Yuri, like, I guess Yuri undertones or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, not really. I feel yeah, like I they were just—they were just—they were just friends. They were just friends who sometimes touch titties. Mm. I don't know. I—I I, I would be okay if that was a, if that was a thing. And even then, they didn't really. Yeah. It was super. I—I I liked it. it I really I mean, like Walker relationship. You made me. You made it seem like they were gonna d- do the church shirt tear off a lot more. They did it like twice. Yeah. Although the, the the last one, I was like, why did you put this shirt on? If you're just gonna tear it off again. I I really lo- I just love the last two episodes of Gunbuster of Diebuster so much. I was half expecting this episode to be black and white. Yeah, me too. Actually, honestly, <laughs> honestly, me too. Do you want to like? You should just like just just plop it into Vegas, Vegas and just grayscale. I got a letterbox it too. I got like I got a hyper letterbox it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was this was pretty this was pretty solid. It was visually like I guess we didn't really talk much about the show itself like the um on the first part, but like uh, let, at least let's talk about the visuals for a little bit. I mean, uh, really nice, really good effects. Yeah, it's it's just, it's a good, it's just a cool show to look at. Like, even if you, a lot of the plot of Diebuster still, I kind of don't fully understand the plot no, of Diebuster. No, I can't, I can't follow it, it's way too fast. It, it, like, I've watched Diebuster about five times, and I think I roughly get the plot of it, but like, kind of like with Fully Cooly, you have to watch it like, I've watched Fully Cooly like four times, and I still barely understand what happened in Fully Cooly. I get it, Fully is easy to get. Um, but... With Diebuster, it's more like what confused me most was when like the the whole deal with the twins and they're like, okay, so what they did? They want to be space monsters? They, were they part space monsters? Were they just stupid? Were the are are the are the are the Buster machines part space monster? I so I they're think all meaty inside, Devin. Where'd the meat come from? Are they Avas? <laughs> are they Avas? Be you angels? Nay, we are but men. Thank you. No one ever, no one ever gets that. Of course I fucking get it. Nobody ever, like, follows me up. They're like, they're like, what? I'm just like, I, for those who couldn't see, I, like, I started throwing up my, my, my head back, like, very sarcastically. Just like, be you angels. It cuts to the fucking first angel. <laughs> just cuts to Ramiel. Yeah. Screams geometrically. <laughs> That's my favorite picture on the internet. God, I'm gonna make that my ringtone for you. Thank Ramiel you. scream. Good. Um, so just because you never call me, <laughs> so then the one time you do, I'll be like, "Oh shit!" Um, I remember uh, my friend, my friend Jack. Whatever he he always manages just to pickpocket me and steal my phone for like an hour, and I don't <laughs> notice. So I remember once he uh, changed my background to a picture of his face. He um, changed my ringtone to him. He's kind of going, uh, and let's like, and I'll, and I just find like thirteen selfies he just took on my phone, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where these came from. <laughs> and by the time I, I notice my phone is gone, it's back, and I'm just like. I, I super appreciated the ending of Die, of Die Buster, and for those of you who I guess didn't get the ending, if you didn't, I guess I'll explain it because I'm like explaining shit. The ending of Die Buster coincided with the ending of Gunbuster. Yeah, the end like th- this this entire series showed you what happened, like a, up uh, to, on, the, on the tail end of the of the of the time skip that they w- yeah. that they went on between the between the in the middle of the ending of Gunbuster. Yeah, when they when they they got shot, do it when they they made their noble sacrifice and 
got shot thousands of years into the future. Oh, it wasn't like was it like twelve thousand? It was like twelve thousand years into the future. Yeah. So. Which made the like, which made the time skipping around like whenever it was like five months ago, like oh yeah, five months ago, ten thousand years in the future or something. <laughs> so weird. Um, the time skipping in this, I feel like they didn't really deal with time dilation in this one, but I think that's just because like maybe they just had the technology to circumvent that. Like it was essentially just like like FTL, like they perfected FTL travel. Or yeah, whatever. probably. So I can I can explain that away. A lot of the science that in this is kind of like very. Very not explained. There's not even any techno babble. They just say shit, and I gotta go with it. Like, oh, okay, I guess what so, you're like, saying that, is I, a that's, thing. That is a general criticism of mine of Die Busters. Is I just I wish the world was fleshed out a bit more. Yeah, like but, give me like a novelization or something or a manga that goes more into detail. But like, like come from on. what we got, I still greatly enjoy it. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, I I super dig No No, and when she becomes fucking Buster Machine number seven, it's just freaking awesome. That's really that's really cool. So I'm about to drop my bomb. And this is probably what I'm going to talk about for, like, the next however long we're recording. That's totally fine. Because I have a really fucking cracked out theory that mm. my, me and my friend Kayla um, devised when I watched this for the second time. Which uh. was, because I had actually, but when I first watched Gunbuster and uh, and Diebuster, I'd actually never seen Gurren Lagann. Tangentopa Gurren Lagann. And uh, this is, I guess this is going to be Tangentopa Gurren Lagann spoilers. Like, a lot of Gurren Log, like, second half of Gurren Logon spoilers. I, I feel like Gurren Logon's the one thing I won't have to preface with, like... I mean, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen Gurren Logon, like, don't listen to anybody talk about Mecha, because they're probably gonna spoil Gurren Logon for you, even if they're talking about yeah, Gurren Logon. is the super robot anime that no one... that nobody... It's, like, it's like the it's the latest... it's the latest in the long history of Sentinel yeah. Mecha pieces. Also, uh, I want people to email me about this, but am I the only one who thinks that the ending of Kill a Kill was literally just the ending of Die Buster? I I saw a lot of similarities, like uh, Dick, Dick Sneef's color scheme. Yeah, like when I remember when like, when when Senketsu like went all super in space, I was just like, that's just been Dick Sneef went super, and then like <laughs> Ragio turned into pretty much the gravitational well thing, and I was just like, is th-? and then like and then Senketsu died, and I was just like, is this just Die Buster? God, and he's even got an eye patch for no reason. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's that's. But um, anyway, my cracked out theory is that. In between the events of Gurren Lagann, I mean, in between the events of Gunbuster and Di- and Diebuster, is Tang and Topic Gurren Lagann. Right. So, listen, so here's my theory. So, imagine this. Okay, imagine the scenario. So, after the whole final battle at the end of Gunbuster, mm-hmm. uh, we had we have literally just detonated a gigantic black hole bomb the size of fucking Jupiter, and the anti-spirals were said to have you know found Earth after you know we had reached a certain level. So, like, have we have, they would perceive this as a threat. And I think being perceived as a threat by detonating a gigantic black hole bomb would be, like... So I was thinking maybe the Buster Machines, the series that, you know, Dono no, no was, like, the first few more Buster Machines were meant to fight anti-spirals. Right. And so so then, you know, the events of, like, you know, the prequel... Not the prequel, but uh, the, um... The Gurren Log, like, all the stuff that led up to Gurren Logon, like, you know, how it all became post-apocalyptic. Because I get the feeling that, like, they are unfamiliar with their own world, like, they're rediscovering their own world. Yeah. So that's what, it, that, that was a, and so, I like the idea that maybe, so, essentially, they lost the anti-spirals, that's how Nono got, like, you know, like, kind of derelict and all the other, th- and so all the things that Nono's, Nono and all the other, maybe, maybe she was mass-produced, she's the last one, I mean, all the other Nono's or maybe meant to, you know, control these, and they had nothing to control them, so he just kind of, like, went around looking for them. People perceive that as a threat when, you know, after the events of Gurren Lagann, when they all go out into space, because the technology looks very similar to Die Buster that they have. Yeah. So maybe, like, a couple hundred years before that was Die, was the ending of Gurren Lagann, where they all said, we're going to go out into space, 
they see the big red Milky Way thing, and then they that's when they start saying, oh, these are space monsters, we gotta defeat them. Which would explain why nobody remembers Norika or anybody, because no one could read! They yeah. didn't have any more recorded history. And so, like, I just think that's, like, the I, I'm so proud of my crack theory. That's my, <laughs> that's my, that's my headcanon. That is true, that current, that... Die, that current logon takes place in between. You I know, mean, if the text, and if, if the text, if the text can't disprove it, it's valid. The only thing was that the moon still exists in uh, in in Divebuster, but they can just build another moon. I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> they move the fucking Earth. What's gonna stop them from just building another moon? Yeah, man, I don't even know. That's uh, that's uh, that was just because I feel like it, it was so weird how Gunbuster seemed to pay a lot of attention. To detail with the, and then Diebuster was like, we're moving the Earth, everything's gonna be okay. We're just gonna, we're out of ideas, let's just slam the fucking Earth What if it. we took the Earth and, and pushed it them. somewhere else? Well, it was more like, let's shoot the Earth at it, because that'll hurt, I guess. But it's like, like, none, like, the atmosphere didn't change. It would have just been like a, it would have just been like a blue, the blue earthy orb spiraling, because it wouldn't have, like, all the atmosphere would have eroded away. Yeah. And then the moon. Immediately. The moon. I don't even know what would happen to the moon. I, I, I don't want to think about that. That scares me. <laughs> like, obviously, something would happen. Yeah. I, f- I feel like maybe, like, I feel like maybe if you tried to pull the Earth away too fast, like, maybe the, the ocean would, like, come with it. Because the moon has a gravitational pull on wa- on the wa- on our waters. Or vice versa. It's like a like a shared... Would the, would the moon, like, tail behind Tell it? Tell us that science channel. <laughs> would the would the moon, like, follow the... What, what if, what if like, when you threw it, like, the, the moon, like, slingshotted behind it? But then, like, because the, like, if you, if you, like, if you were to throw the Earth and let go of it, and the moon followed it, because it's still in its gravitational pull, since it's smaller, but with the same inertia, would it then slingshot past the Earth and hit the monster first? That sounds cooler. I wish Diebuster didn't show up, and we could see that. <laughs> so, you may be asking, Devin, like, okay, well, if Gurren Lagann got, uh, Gunbuster and Diebuster all take place in the same universe. What the fuck about Evangelion? Well, let me tell you what the fuck about Evangelion. Because the ending of the fucking manga specifies that Shinji did not just, did not give up, and he did not strangle Asuka at the end of End of Evangelion. Instead, the manga ends with a new, like, you know, normal world where nobody really met each other before, and it ends with Shinji meeting Asuka for the first time as normal people. So that's the world where Gunbuster takes place! <laughs> <laughs> so, oh! <laughs> Good lord. Those are much my cracked out fan theory. I don't know. I really like Diebuster, and I really wish that like, I really wish it was a little more cohesive or coherent. Yeah, like both. I think Gun, I think Gunbuster forms like a, like a, it has a Diebuster on its own. I don't think if it was if Diebuster was just its own series, I think that I would hate it. I wouldn't hate it. It would just be mediocre. It'd be an anomaly. It would be like it would be a fun. Ex- no, I wouldn't hate it. It would be a fun experience. Yeah, but like the fact that it, it it's a good way to do like a distant sequel. And yeah. I think they did a really good job and like, oh my god, if like 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 the, the ending of Die Buster, like as I said, the only thing that fucks me up hard in the ending of Gunbuster is the ending of Die Buster. Yeah. Because I already am emotional about the uh, the events of Gun of Die Buster, and then I get emotional about the events of Gunbuster again. <laughs> yeah, this this it's it's definitely weird, but I appreciate like my my favorite kind my favorite kind of sequel is a distant one, because if if you're gonna if you're gonna add something, you need to add something and not just do the same thing again. Even though they kind of felt like, like once again, they also kind of follow the same kind of format, but like in a very loose way. Yeah, it's like a very loose. It's like a loose structure. Like I was like, it's been 
You're hearing this a couple weeks after our Gunbuster episode. It's been a couple months for us. For us, yes. So I didn't, like, every time you said, like, oh, that's just, like, from Gunbuster, I just sort of went, sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't remember every shot. There's a lot of callback scenes uh, to Gunbuster. Like, but they're, like, they're all extremely subtle. And uh, one of my my favorite one is my favorite is what is one of my favorite scenes from Gunbuster, which is in the end of the fourth episode of Gunbuster when Noriko survives and brings out the Gunbuster for the first time, and everyone's like freaking out and celebrating, and then like Kazumi comes down in her little RX one and it lands on her hand. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Noriko do- does into Dick Sneef's hand, and it was like the same shot and all that too. Yeah, and I thought that was just, that was just a really cool little callback, and of course like you know the Inazuma kick and you know tearing off like I just realized when Noriko comes down, she's gonna have a titty out. <laughs> when she comes down, it's just like um uh okay. And like she comes down and and freaking uh, Lulk. Lulk's just like, oh, that's what that is. <laughs> I get it. And like like she did it too. And then she comes down like is like is that like the fashion now? Everybody's like one t- one titty out. Oh my god, would they even speak the same language? Yes, Devin. Everybody throughout the galaxy speaks Japanese. We right. we know this. All right, I just. I kind of just love that. I, I don't know. I like I, I like my cracked out fan theory, and uh, I would, which is why I wish I like. That's a thing that really confuses me, and I wish, and really I want to. I wish someone would translate the entire script of Super Robot War Z three because I want to see how the fuck they explain Gunbuster and Diebuster happening simultaneously, and how the fuck would Nono not know or know that Noriko is Nono Riri? I don't know, man. Maybe that maybe she does. Uh, apparently Nori, uh, Nono is playable in that game. Oh, she, not apparently, she is. Where you can, um, for the, when you first get her, she's in, like, the little, like, square mecha thing, and she's, uh, like, a supply unit, and she can, like, refuel people, and she has a ton of weak attacks. Then you get her as Buster Machine number seven, and then you can just turn that form into fucking Die Buster anytime you want. Oh my god. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. That's fucking amazing. I'm really glad that, like, cause, like, cause, like, honestly, like, the Gunbuster, like I think, I think the only thing Diebuster suffers from is just not being not being as iconic. Pretty much, like Gunbuster is so iconic, even though it's just standing. So I'm glad that Diebuster, I'm glad that Diebuster gets some love. Even it does. A, a lot of bit. people love Diebuster. Like a lot of people were were like clamoring for Diebuster being Super Robot Wars, and they kind of didn't make a big deal out of announcing it. Everyone was just like, "What?" Like that. A lot of people were were mad about the the lineup for Z three Part Two. Everyone was like, oh, fuck, man, they didn't add Demon Bane. I'm like, they got Nitro Plus, but they didn't add Demon Bane. I'm like, fuck Demon Bane, dude, we got Die Buster, calm down. I don't know who Demon Bane is. It's a visual, a mecha visual novel, I think. I don't know who Demon Bane is. Actually, I might want to check out Demon Bane. We might do Demon Bane. I don't know. <laughs> you, Devin literally did a 180 right before your very ears. <laughs> that was, that was a sight to behold. I don't know what the, I don't know how your brain works. <laughs> Me either, honestly. <laughs> Man, fuck Demon Bane. Wait, I don't know what that is. It might be cool. Let's do it. Let's watch it. <laughs> All I know is that Demon Bane is a Nitro Plus property, and so they announced that they were getting the rights to Nitro Plus. Uh, well, they got because like that was a big deal in uh, Super Robot Wars F was that they got the rights to uh, they got the rights to Gynax, so they used Evangelion and Gunbuster. And mm. everyone was like, that was a big deal. Like, everyone was like, yo, cool, like Gunbuster and. And so, for a while, they would occasionally use Gynax stuff, because they could. And then they got the rights to Nitro Plus, which is the company that also that makes, uh, makes, uh, make, usually makes visual novels. Yeah. And uh, Nitro Plus also makes a, uh, some anime, and they made a, uh, a mecha series recently that was apparently pretty good, called uh, uh, Giant Mecha on the Virtuous Planet, or something like that. Gargantua. Gargantua on the Virtuous Planet. That was what it was called. That, yeah, I've seen that on Crunchyroll. I haven't watched it, though. Okay, so they added that to Super Robot War Z3, and everybody was very was very pissed, because they thought they were going to add Demon Bane instead. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. But I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? So, uh, 
if you want to get emotional again, if you, because, like, I imagine that you guys are watching this podcast kind of like what we did. Like, you were just, like, so, like, you watched the first three episodes unpaused and then kept going, because that's, that's, like, how I imagine you guys do while listening to this podcast, all ten of you that do. Yeah, may- maybe you don't, though. Maybe you just look at the title and watch it and then listen to us stop and start like a bunch of fuck faces. I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. I like I like that format, because then we're able to, because we, because that way we don't lose thoughts for, of how we have it early on. Yeah. We don't lose those thoughts, which is very good. I, I think I think I'm proud of this format we've established. It's it's a good one, and uh, it's like uh, there's that I'm angry like a step no I almost got you Stephanie Tooch. I was looking up figures from Diebuster and originally thought there would be none, but there's a Deke Sneef out there and there a Vincept. Yeah, and a Vincept. Uh, yeah, hell, what about Nicola? Ah. <laughs> uh. He was a shithead, like I knew he was gonna be. Like, yeah. I asked you, I was like, is he gonna be a dickhead? Like, no, Devin, I'm th-. And, like, you know, you're doing that thing, you don't want to spoil me, but I was like, no, d- you need to actually tell me because he's cute and I need to know how to feel. <laughs> and thank God you told me. Like, you're not gonna like him by the yeah, end. Yeah, okay, yeah, and I did not. He's a little, I mean, he didn't do much, thankfully. I thought he was gonna be reprehensible. He was just sort of like an idiot. Yeah. He just sort of like a dummy. Yes, he was... And even... <laughs> And even she, I don't know her name because she was called Onesama more than her real fucking Lulk. name. Lalk, 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 Lalk. Even Lalk was like, like man, I didn't even really like you, but even that, I, th- I thought you were cooler than this. Yeah. <laughs> like I knew you were a shithead, but jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, I, I really like Nono and Lalk's dynamic. I think like I th- I, li- I really liked I, I really like I said I really like Nono's design because she's kind of really lanky and tall. And yeah. I think, I think that's unique because usually most anime girls kind of. Like, have this exact same body type. But, yeah, like, absolutely. Nono's kind of just really long and lanky. I think that's fun. Yeah, and Lulk's, like, short. Lulk's kind of short and yeah. brown. Size difference! Size difference! I love it. <laughs> uh, so the title, the title, the eye catch in this. <laughs> it was a way catch. Two! We get two! Uh, <laughs> reminds me of, like I said to GB. I was really tired, and uh, she was, she got a new Nendoroid figure and uh she was like oh hey the, Eng- the instructions are written in english and then i tiredly just said the dub <laughs> and she just hysterically kept laughing i was like half asleep the dub of this nendroid <laughs> the dub <laughs> i don't know why i said that god i wish i wish nendroids were more like those vinyl pop figures where they have like a million different ones of like every character you could want because they only ever they seem to do the, the most popular people well it's that's usually with Figmas. Nendos are a little more varied, because, like, yeah, you'll get more Nendos than you will Figmas. Like, for example, like, there's, like... But, like, usually you only get Nendos of, like, cute characters. Like, that's why the Metal Gear ones are kind of an anomaly. Yeah. Except for Raiden. Yeah, you, you <laughs> make Naked Raiden. Good. MGS2 Naked Raiden. Like, I mean, I, I like Figmas. I mean, uh, I like Figmas and Androids, but that's... Those are toys. Speaking of toys, I'm very angry, because I almost bought a, uh... In No No Rio Bone. If you want to look, if you want to see what this figure looks like, just look up R I O Bone No No from uh and then artist Art Rio Bone Die Buster, and it's just look at that thing. I almost owned that, so f- share my ag- my agony and anger that I was twelve hours away from owning that, and then I was at work. That sucks. Very. So uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts on Die Buster. Okay. Um. Final. Okay. Positives and negatives. Right. Yeah. So, okay. What? Uh. Positives. Um. Just it's visually amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it holds up very well. It's hard to believe that show's eleven fucking years old. Like it's really good. It like it was. It, it had a crazy budget, probably, and uh, the characters are likable. The show is. Fu- it's it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's six episodes. It's brief. You can watch it in a single sitting and not really matter. Uh, like maybe 
two, watch it in two sittings. I don't know, so we did. Okay, we watched it in one. Yeah, we watched it in like one and a half. <laughs> like we broke for lunch. Yeah, we broke for lunch. We took a we took twelve for lunch. I mean, really, if you if if you had like a whole day to kill and like you and your buddies wanted to get together for an afternoon and night, like if just dude, just watch, just fucking watch all twelve, watch the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I do that with people. Like, well, usually we'll do like do Gunbuster, then Diebuster the next day. Yeah, but like, cause uh, people like. It's funny, because, like, I know exactly... It's funny. When I show people Diet Gunbuster, they always react the same way. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, this is stupid, immediately. Like, five minutes in, they're like... Because they see, like, the robots doing push-ups. I'm like, this is dumb. And then six episodes later, they're fucking sobbing. And then, yeah. And then they're watching Diet Buster, like, this is weird. Six episodes later, they're fucking sobbing harder. God. Yeah, if I if I saw Nono and Kazumi, I would have just fucking... Aah! I mean, Noriko and Kazumi, I would have just like... Aah! They should fucking, like, it's like Star Wars Remaster Gunbuster, where it's like at the end you faintly see Nono in the distance, and oh they they God. put her in, <laughs> like fucking Anakin. <laughs> I, I really don't, because I, I wanted to say, like, I almost spoiled the ending of Die Buster to you by complete accident on on uh, in our Gunbuster episode, and she's like, yeah, they just sent us on Cybertron, Cybertron, I was like, no, but like, no, no, and, but like, Locke's down there, I was like, oh wait, shit, you haven't seen Die Buster, I'm just, I'm here just being, tra- here trying to correct you, because that's how I, I'm a douchebag like that, but like, like, a... like, wait, I can't do that right now. <laughs> like how I almost spoiled Evangelion for all of our listeners, was that yeah. our first episode? I think so. I think I, it was I, our I breakout casually, episode. I think I casually spoiled Evangelion earlier, so... You might want to warn, like, Evangelion spoilers on top of current Logon spoilers. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll listen back to it. Yeah, you're the one editing it. Uh. Uh, it's, it's a fun show. Cons? Uh, okay. Uh, okay, so pros, visually good. Cons, story's a bit confusing. Like, the main narrative is a bit confusing, but, like, you don't really need it to enjoy it. I see if, like, as long as you just kind yeah, of... Yeah, but it's just, like, you don't need it, but at the same time, you feel really strung along. Like, it's just, like, dragging, like, come on, come on, let's get to the next episode, let's go, let's go, let's go, we gotta go to the next action scene. No, don't worry about all that bullshit we were talking about earlier. This look at this thing. It moves a bit too fast. Yeah, it's, like, the exact opposite of Gunbuster. Um... Fan service got amped up a bit, but I always thought the fan service was always a little very comical in this. I didn't, yeah. Honestly, I didn't notice. I didn't notice as much fan service. You told me that fan service was up, and I was I was waiting for like cheesecake. And really, there's not. Really, the fan, there's not. Yeah, the gunbuster and the fan service in Gunbuster is like a lot more noticeable because of its age. Because like you yeah, watch an because... old anime, you're not expecting like that level of fan service in that in like the from an anime from 1988. Yeah, and, and well, mostly because like there's so like the animation is so much more limited that they that they that they consciously put budget into jiggle physics. Yeah, yeah. But in this one, everything's pretty well animated. So I don't. I mean, the only thing I noticed was in the first three episodes was there was just loads of no no panty shots. Yeah, just every chance they got. In the first two. Um, and then, but then after that, it, after that, they really just focus. Like, there's not a lot, honestly. Yeah. I would honestly, I in terms of noticeability and how much it like brought me out of it, I would say there's less than Gunbuster. At least for me, for my initial viewing of it. Yeah. That's, uh, Gunbuster and Diebuster are phenomenal. The, I, they're really good companion pieces, and, uh, if, t- here, here's my here's my recommendation to you, because we're probably not going to do a Gurren Logon episode, or we might, I don't know, but, like, what's, what is there that hasn't been said about Gurren Logon? Yeah, and, like, Aside also... Aside what I just said. <laughs> yeah, and also we're going to do it on, Toon, like, Toon Goon's called Dibs on that, I think. Oh, they, I know they called Dibs on... They called dibs on Magus, but we'll, we're going to do that anyway. But yeah, well, wasn't I just going to guest on that episode? <laughs> oh yeah, that too, probably. I don't know, we're still working that out. You probably will. Um, but then for them for Gurren Lagann, that's, uh, they, they, they'll probably want to do that too, so if we're not really feeling it, it doesn't, it's no Well, cause I mean, no like, problem. the thing about, like, we could do an episode on Gurren Lagann, but like, if people want us to, we will. But it's like, the thing is, it's like, well, everyone's seen Gurren Lagann. Yeah, exactly. But like, what is there that hasn't been said about it? That's kind of my thing. It's like, I... 
I probably, you know what I would, I would do? I'd take an analytical lens to it to see, to further try to back up my cracked out theory. Yeah, 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 yeah That's yeah, what yeah. we would do. We would tell you, because it has fit into Die Buster and Gun Buster. Like, okay. Okay. Tengen Toppen Gurren Buster. I mean, uh, also, another fun thing is... Drill, uh, drill Buster. Drill Buster. In uh, Super Robot Wars Z2 for the PSP, uh, which is the first game in the series to feature uh, Gurren Lagann. Oh, cool. When uh, Kamina is still alive, um, and you have, like, the Gurren Lagann, uh, one of their attacks is the Inazuma Kick. Oh my where, God. um... Kamina will run up and jump up and say, Simon, get ready! He's like, well, what? He's just like, okay, remember the pre- remember the training. Wait, what? And he's like, Inazuma! And Simon's like, kick? And then they just, like, rider kick. Oh my god. It's the best. Yeah, like, uh... you know, It's like, a, like we, we put this episode out in the air with your cracked out theory on, and then we just get, like, a cease and desist from Gynex. Like, please stop spreading this theory. We don't want it to get out. <laughs> then we'll have to make another anime. <laughs> then we'll end no, no, because, like, it's, re- like, it's real, and they don't want anybody to know. Like, we just get, like, it just turns into the X-Files. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> this goes, this goes deep. How deep does this go? In my terrible snake voice. <laughs> the Pentagon, how deep does this go? <laughs> so, um... So those are thoughts on Die Buster, and before we go, I wanted to uh, read our email that we got. Oh, 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 yeah, I haven't read this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I even read it that much either. I just sort of, like, saw it and went, oh, I'll read this on the show! <laughs> uh, I hope we have a hey douchebag. Please tell me we have a hey douchebag. It's not a hey douchebag. Okay, cool. I really want a hey douchebag, because, like... <laughs> well, the problem is we're too we're too good. We're, we're too, too on point. We're, we're, we know everything. Someone please someone please humble us, because we're perfect. This was a, this is, it's from a Toon Goons fan. Ooh. Because uh, I shouted it out on the show. Ooh, hopefully we'll get more spillover. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Robots aren't for everybody, but, you know, actually, no, robots are for everybody. People who don't like robots are fucking uh, losers. Haven't you? I made you listen to the Cubics theme song, Robots for Everyone. Yeah, people are f- don't like robots. You're fucking wrong. It's from sickprowl at Gmail. It's Julie. I don't know if I want to read your full name, so I just won't. Uh, you guys are amazing. I was happy to find out Tooch had another podcast, and he teamed up with an equally amazing person. Yay! I'm a big Mecha fan, and this podcast is really interesting, and I'm always excited to see a new episode. You guys totally spoiled me in the Gundam one with how long it was. Anyways, if you guys ever find the time or make a list of what you want to watch next, I recommend uh, Brigadoon, sometimes called Marin or Melon Blue. It's a great anime with a girl and her weird gun swordsman robot set in 1969 Japan. Uh, be warned, it may look silly, but tears will be shed. I'm that's, already sold. That's my favorite kind of thing. Keep I'm already the, sold. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. At the word tears, I was sold. Thank you, Julie. Uh, I'm very happy that we have that, that some people are listening to us. I And if you, and if you want to send an email, you can send it to mectrospective at gmail.com. I put the I put the Gmail at the at the end of every post I put on Tumblr, which is a mectrospective at tumblr.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter. At Metro, at Metrospective, uh, and yeah, those are all the places you can reach us. And I'm... also, if uh, I was, in, if me or Tooch were incorrect in anything, please feel free to correct us and, t- and uh, title the subject "Hey Douchebag." Yes, hey, the "Hey Douchebag" subject is exclusive to corrections, and we will read the email. And and uh, uh, we are all about accuracy. So if if we're ever wrong, we will. Uh, we will. We will ad- address the "Hey Douchebag." We will. We will address corrections in the form of the "Hey Douchebag" segment. So uh, what are we doing next? It's time we bust open a can of worms, and uh, I know it's going to bust into another can of worms that we get that we're going to currently sh- flush down the toilet for a little bit until that, and then deal with that when the drains start clogging. This metaphor has gone off the rails. It Please okay. say what you're talking about. <laughs> we're either we're not going to be touching the original 1982 Super Dimensional Fortress Macross yet. All right. Yet. Okay. Yeah. So uh, our next episode is going to be uh, Macross Plus. 
It's the directorial debut of Shinichiro Watanabe, creator of Cowboy Bebop and Space Dandy and Shamurai Champlo, yeah. as well as one of the early music... Um... <laughs> I have the most defeated expression on my face. Of uh, Yoko Kano, and if you don't know who Yoko Kano is, take your leave your limp hand on the desk, <laughs> grab it with your other more dominant hand, and then slap yourself in the face with it because no one else deserves to slap you but yourself. <laughs> Jesus. If you don't know who Yoko Kano is. She's the one who did the music in Cowboy Bebop and, like, any anime with really good music. <laughs> so, uh... Like, .hack sign. <laughs> Which we won't talk about because that's digital. We don't, like, I like I feel like that's where I draw my line is, like, if something's, like, digital but there's not, like, a mechanical body to it, I don't want to cover it. Body. Well, that's, a, it, that, that's about it. Like, and honestly, yeah. you know what gave me the idea mm-hmm. is I just sort of saw, like, a Hatsune Miku gif and I went, is Vocaloid in, in our wheelhouse? No. <laughs> I mean, Hatsune, a virtual on version of Hatsune Miku appeared in fucking uh, Super Robot Wars UX for the 3DS. That's only because, because Sega owns Miku now, I think. Whew. And Sega also owns Virtual On. Well. That was a tangent. We're doing Macross Plus. So until un- until we do that next time, I'm Tooch. I'm Devin, and I cry at robots. <laughs> and we cry at robots. It's not our sign-off. It's, uh, I like pumpkins. Sometimes. I don't, I don't like eating them. I like looking at them. <laughs> Turn the fan back on. You're getting a heat stream. <laughs>